Boom, 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 boom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Texas 1A fan out here from our illustrious cave somewhere in the Mideast, 40 foot underground in the wake of everything that's going on in the world today, bringing you something positive, bringing you something fantastic. We've got one heck of a show today, some of the greatest coaches alive in six-man football and your very own Bobby Brown put this together. I'm Boo Boo Bear giving a shout out to Bobby Brown. How are you doing today? How are you doing? I hear you played a little golf today. Oh, let me tell you, the game of golf isn't just played by a gentleman. It is an experience to behold. Each game in itself, a spiritual event between the man and the ball. Then, there is know, no competition out there. I don't think you're doing it right then. <laughs> i tell you what, I got to where I can put that little ball on that green in less than nine shots. Nine shots on any given day. It any sounds like day. You, you have gotten a lot better there, boo-boo. Oh, I'm fantastic. They call me the golfing kid. Oh, well, we're excited because up here in just a minute, we're going to have Bubba Edwards and Ryan Blacker. Bubba coaches the head boys basketball coach and uh, baseball at Borden County. He also helps let out a little bit with football there. Ryan helps with football and he's the head boys basketball coach. Uh, we'll let you, we'll let them introduce them and themselves in just a minute. Uh, first of all, uh, Bubba Edwards, uh, he has had an incredible uh, career. He's coached 22 seasons of basketball with a record of 498 and 163. Oh. He has had an appearance as a coach in nine regional tournaments, two state tournaments, and he's only missed the playoffs once. For football, he's coached as a defensive coordinator, 18 seasons, record 148 and 27 two state champs. Of course, we all know that. And baseball, he's been coaching 20 seasons with a record of 224, 135 and two, a state tournament and three regional finals. That's a pretty lengthy list for one of our Bobby, coaches tonight. <laughs> Bobby, let me just say something. When you brought that in, you went a little flat there. I mean, we're talking Bubba Edwards out of <laughs> Borden County well, right there. That's not, for those of you kids at home playing along at the home game, that's not something that you can compile easy. There's coaches that have coached a lifetime right now that wish they could say they've accomplished half or even one-third of what Big Bubba's done out there in Borden County. I mean, I, listen, here's what we're going to do here, okay? okay. We're going to play the Lion King. I'm going to be Scar. Oh, my and, No, no, I'm going to be the little jackals that are talking about Scar, and you're going to say the name Mufasa, but instead of Mufasa, you're going to say Bubba Edwards, and I'm going to give you the woo. You ready? Okay. Go ahead, go. Bubba Edwards. Ooh! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Bubba <laughs> Edwards. Scary thought. I'm going to tell you what. It doesn't matter what you play him in. The team is going to be ready, and I think that's what I like most about talking about the teams that he's been a part of because anybody who's faced them, baseball, football, basketball, track, golf, if you play Borden County and UIL spelling, you know one thing when you leave there. <laughs> That's you right. know that they're very traditional. You know that they're very strong, very smart, very knowledgeable, and they play cohesively as a team, and that's what you're going to get. You don't get one. 
you don't even just get the kids on the field or that court. You've got to deal with the entire Borden County. That's why they call it Borden County. And you've <laughs> got to deal with everybody who ever went to school there, anybody who was ever born around there, anybody who had grandparents, cousins, anything. you got to take on the whole lot. I'm going to say they're like the hillbillies of six-man football. You fight one, you got to take on the whole community from 100 years did ago. You now, just, I think that's part did of the did you just refer to Borden County as hillbillies? You did. Well, you? there's there's a big hill there. There, there, there is a big hill. There is a very large hill there, and it and sometimes it casts shadow over the football field. But I meant that as a compliment, meaning if you I play know. one or take one on, you've got to take on the entire mystique that is our. <laughs> yes, exactly. Borden and County. and according to Jeb Dixon. You have to deal with their horn or <laughs> as well. Remember when <laughs> Jeff said that? Oh, the reason I was a little flat with Bubba is because, you know, I grew up with Bubba. I've known him my entire life. I expect these things from him. <laughs> Maybe that's not good, but. If you could describe Bubba in one sentence growing up with him as an athlete, you know, go ahead. You, you describe Bubba as an athlete. Oh, boy. Uh, Bubba as an athlete. He was an extremely hard worker. He was constantly in the gym working hard, always, every minute of the day. He had to work harder than most because he had scoliosis and he had to wear a back brace for a couple of years. That kind of slowed him down a little bit, but after he got out of that back brace, then he was in the gym all the time. He worked harder than anybody I, I know. I'm liking this. So where's the Lifetime original movie, The Oxygen Network? I mean, who's going to call on him to write this story and put it out there? Uh, He's got the Hollywood story. I mean, come on. He overcomes scoliosis. He's got to work harder than most kids. Hard work, no stranger to him. And then he goes on to have a career in coaching the way he's got it. I mean, come on. Somebody's got to write the book. Bobby, maybe you're supposed to write the book. Uh, maybe so. I always wanted to. No, but Bubba's a great, a great person. He so from, loves what he does, and he loves, he genuinely loves the kids. So from what I understand, you also went to school with Ryan Blacker. Well, Ryan, I did. Well, okay, so I'm telling my age now, but I was in high school, and he was probably in second or third grade, maybe fourth grade. Okay, so know. Ryan Blacker was, was being born when you were graduating. <laughs> no, he to. wasn't. He was in <laughs> elementary school. Gotcha. <laughs> So you, you, would it be far-fetched to say you were uh, an idol, a hero to Ryan Blacker and that strong Jayton tradition? Because this special episode today, Bubba Edwards, Ryan Blacker, and we've got to do a show on you one day, Bob, Bobby. Yeah. You've got to know more about your sports exploits. And all three of you have one thing in common. You're graduates of the esteemed Jayton High. Uh, yes, we are. Uh, once a jaybird, always jaybird. Always. Never get away the, from it. Pride. That black and gold jaybird. Yes, it's that pride. Pride runs deep there, I'm telling you. So do y'all have jaybird tattoos, or does the school hand those out when you graduate? Like, how does that work? Does, does it, is a tattoo artist there after graduation? No, but a very, a very cool thing is Trey Ritchie, who's the head coach at Borden County, his father was our principal at Jayden. And he designed the double J that they use as their logo now. Nice. Well, Bobby, I'm going to run a number by you right here. Okay. 300 
37 wins, 128 losses, 15 ties. I'm imagining that's 15 ties. 337, 128, and 15. But Ryan Blacker's record overall thus far, he's not done. He's nowhere near done. He's a young guy, relatively young in the sport. It's amazing what he's accomplished. But let's go a little further than that. Yeah, he's only been coaching 15 years. Yeah, and in those 15 years, seven regional tournament appearances, three state tournaments, and the 2019 runner-up in basketball. Then in 2007 and in 2008, as an assistant, they won track state championships, and then they played for state football games. And even though they weren't on the, the cheering side of those state football games, it's a huge thing. It's an accomplishment, not an easy thing in 2007 and 2008 to go to state. We know that environment. We know that climate, and we know how difficult it is. Quarterfinals and six-man football is a slaughterhouse. It's murderer's row. Uh, it the is. Best, the best schools in the state are gone. You've got, you've got certain schools that could win state on their own, having played different schools or been there, but mm. boom, they get knocked out right there in quarterfinals. Mm. Golly, Ryan Blacker, could this be the guy that's going to break Bubba Edwards' coaching record in basketball? I don't know because, you know, Bubba's only two away from 500. Uh, I thought he was going to get it this last year, but New Home knocked Gordon County out. But he'll get it next year. Uh, I don't know. I think think if he keeps going the way he's going, um, you know, I think that we're going to have one thing that we're going to be able to say with pride is that we got two awesome basketball coaches from Dayton, Texas. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, Bobby, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I've got a little basketball story for you. Oh, boy. Okay. So in my hometown, <laughs> we, we were playing in what's called an area playoff basketball game. We were in that gym. And the coach is looking over at me, and he's like, Boo-boo, it's all on you. We can't do anything, son. You got to do it. It's all up to you, boy. It's all up to you. And I'm like, Coach, I don't know what to do. I'm 17 years old. I'm scared. He's like, don't be scared, son. You're ready. Lead us out there. Take this team. So as those kids are warming up with those basketballs, get ready to go, I picked up my drum, stood tall, and I brought that team out on that court, and we lost that game by 10, but I was out there drummer boying it up, let me tell you. (laughs) Hey, you know what? That's a very important role to play. Everyone has their role. Tonight, we have with us Bubba Edwards from Borden County and Ryan Blacker from Jayton, both of the boys, the basketball coaches. We're going to let them introduce themselves right fast. Bubba, you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Bob, uh, Bubba Edwards, head boys basketball coach at Borden County, head boys baseball coach at Borden County, defense coordinator at Borden County, and they do all the JVs and junior highs as well. So kind of kind of do it all. Been at Borden County for the last eight years, and I just completed year 25 in the uh, education profession. Now, aren't you coming up on um, a big number win in basketball? Did I did I did I just make uh, that up? Yeah, setting at four ninety eight. So you got two more to get the big five hundred. Two more, two more. And, you know, we talked about this earlier. It's almost kind of a blessing if we could have got by New Home and got by Text Line. That'd have been. That'd been awesome, 
But then, as Ryan would know, everything would have got cut short, and it wouldn't have got to enjoy a whole lot of that. But so anyway, hopefully, we'll get two wins next year and get to enjoy that with my son, senior year, and the rest of our family and friends. That would be great. Good timing, Ryan. Uh, Ryan Blacker. Uh, I'm head boys basketball coach at Jayton. I'm also boys and girls track uh, coach at Jayton. I just finished up my 10th year at Jayton for that. Spent five years at Rule. So it's about to start my 16th year next year. Well, Bobby, I think both these coaches are being a little bit modest. Uh, whenever you're talking six-man football in the state of Texas, you know, you're talking Jayton, you're talking Borden County. They're at the top of all the news feeds. Uh, anytime you – if you open up a book, if you open up anything, if you're just investigating or looking into six-man football, you're going to come across Jayton and you're going to come across Borden County. Uh, guys, I, I would venture out as far as to say that uh, these are six-man royalty-type schools. Uh, top of the second order, tip of the – Spear with us, Ryan Blacker, Coach Bubba Edward. Guys, what what's that like? I mean, does that give you a, a little bit of an edge, you think, or does that definitely go into your game plan? You're like, man, I'm coaching at Borden County. I'm coaching at Jayton. I mean, that, that's got to give me a little something in there because I know it's a respected name around the state. Yeah, you know, it's just it, – it, you are right. It, it's just a blessing, as, as Bobby and Bubba both know growing up here. Uh, it, it's, it's just a special place, and – you know, it's, if when you look at the history of Jayton basketball and uh, Jayton football and, and Jayton in general and athletics, it, it's something that you really have to make sure that you, you help keep that tradition going and you keep everything going. So it, it can be, you know, intimidating is not the right word. Uh, prideful is probably a better word that you want to keep that going for everybody else. And you just have so much pride and, you know, everybody that came before you and, and you want to try to keep it there and take it further if you can. So it, it is something that's really unique and really special being at Jayton. I would echo that, what Ryan said. You know, a lot of it's an expectation. I would say a, a lot of our success here at Borden County kind of goes back to the roots of Jayton. Probably Borden County. Bobby Avery's probably the one that really put Borden County on the map. He just came in here many years ago and just kind of started teaching these guys just, you know, to act like gentlemen and understand what the expectation is work hard and I think he kind of planted the seed especially with the young group of guys back at Borden County in the in the mid-90s so he kind of got that ball rolling and when he left Wood Earl Trey took over and just continued the great tradition that Borden County has has had in the, in the last decade or so I just tickled peak to be able to be a part of it you know come over and just be a part of it I got tired of getting beat by them all the time so I thought the next best thing to do was was just come join them. <laughs> it's definitely pure joy just to be a part of uh, of a great, not just football program, but an all sports program here at Borden County. And it does remind me a lot of, you know, growing up back at home in Jake. And I may paint myself into a corner out west out here, but I mean, you guys mentioned a lot of sports. You guys are are phenomenal at a lot of sports. And it's not just a one sport type school, either Jayton or Borden County. You know, we started watching more uh, basketball out here in Rankin. And uh, I started seeing difference in a team that goes out there and plays basketball. And Bobby actually helped point out some key things in defenses, some key things in offenses, and how much that comes into play whenever you're actually out there on the court. Out west out here, uh, we see a different form of basketball. And then when you start getting out that way, you see a more traditional style of basketball. And what I noticed was 
those hard work traditional styles seem to take you further through the playoff. You know, talking about that and, you know, the end of the COVID-19 season here, you had to play your own team. This is for Coach Ryan and for Coach Bubba here. Uh, if you had to play your own team, how would you go about beating yourself out there? Well, you take this one first since we may play you next <laughs> year in basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that realignment stuff did not do us any favors. Let's see, how would I beat myself? Ah, it's Friday. I don't know. Probably we rely a lot on, on athleticism. You know, we don't like Ryan. He'll tell you, we, we don't get started early in basketball. We always get a late start because of football. So we kind of have to rely a lot on our athleticism. We probably don't get quite as disciplined as we need sometimes down the stretch. So if you're a better disciplined team than we are, I think that's always going to have an advantage just because it's kind of a late start that we always get. You know, I, I found this out. When I was at Ira, you know, we'd get to the regional tournament there several times and never could get over the hump. A lot of it comes with shooting. You just don't get in the gym soon enough to shoot because of football. That's something when I came to Borden County that we've tried to get – that I've tried to change when we come over here. We shoot a lot more, and Coach Richie's a big supporter of that. Being a football coach, he's also an ex-basketball coach. So, you know, he doesn't mind that kids get in the gym and shoot during football season. That's something that – that I did different here at Borden County than I did at Ira. But uh, to beat me, to uh, just if you're probably disciplined and patient, I think our teams can get a little impatient because the way we do things, we like to do things fast and get up and down the court and tempo and things like that. So there's a good scout report, Ryan. Thanks. I don't know for any of those things. <laughs> I think us, I think our big thing is uh, when you play us, uh, we're going to focus a lot on our defense and we're going to give you certain things. And, you know, if you can shoot the ball really good past the three-point line, then, you know, we're going to give you that. And and that's kind of, you know, we've struggled a little bit in the past with that, those super, super athletic teams that can shoot it and create distance on our defense, spread our defense out, get us out of our gaps, get us out of our midline things like that give us the most problems. You know, defensively, sometimes a defense that really wants to get in your shorts and extend us to the half court makes us run our offense a lot higher than what we really prefer to. Get some, we'll give us some problems in our offense sometimes. But really, I'd say, like Bob was saying, the ability to shoot the ball. Like, if, if you can really shoot the ball well outside the three-point line, then most nights we're going to give that to you, depending on scouting reports and things like that. So, you know, a team that can really shoot going to give us probably be our biggest thing giving us problems. And I've got one more question on that since we're on the whole basketball thing here. In West Texas, Texas in general, when football season's in, if you don't win that last game of the year, especially at schools like Jayton and schools like Borden County, you've got to pick up, you've got to come in there Monday. You've got heartbroken communities. You've got heartbroken kids. Like, if we're talking to younger coaches out there and they're listening, what what's some advice that y'all could give to the young coach that's got to take these heartbroken kids and immediately go focus into a new sport, a new basketball. And it may be not something they want to do, but you guys are the ones, y'all provide that leadership, y'all provide that drive. What's your motivation? What's your, what do you go in there Monday morning prepared to tell those kids and get them started in basketball? Well, ours, uh, just to be honest, uh, most of the time if we lose on Friday, they're in the gym on Saturday and Sunday and Maybe that's uh, they the are disappointed. <laughs> they they are disappointed, and I think a lot. Our attitude, our kids, is let's. I'm disappointed. Let's move on. Let's let's go to the next thing, and let's go win at the next thing. 
so that disappointment here it it's usually over by the next day it, it's not something that lingers it's not something that you know everybody's disappointed moping around uh, I mean, they're, they're up here on Saturday and Sunday getting started. And I think that helps get the disappointment out when you can kind of move on and look forward to something else that you know you're going to be good at, you know you can do good things at. So that, that's been our experience with it for the most part. I've learned this. Kids are a lot more resilient than the coaches. Uh, <laughs> it, and it, sometimes it drives us coaches crazy. But sometimes, you know, kids, they'll get on the bus ride home. You know, they're, they're disappointed the game's over in the locker room. You have that speech. The kids would get on the bus on the way home, and they're laughing, having a great time. And as a coach, you're sitting there just beating yourself up. What could you done different, you know? But kids are resilient, so a lot of times they bounce back. But ours kind of like Ryan's guys. Usually Saturday they're not there, but Sunday the gym, they're in the gym. And I'll go up there Sunday myself and go ahead and I get all their backpacks and I put everything, I put their shoes, their workout gear, everything they need goes in their backpack and goes in their locker. So – They'll shoot Sunday, and then when they come to school Monday, we don't sit there and wait around to keep talking football. They know they come to the locker room, okay, there's my bag, there's my basketball gear, it's time to go to work. And our kids are a lot like us coaches, you know, Coach Rich and I and, and Ryan growing up there, Jayton, it's it's a seasonal, it's seasonal. You know, when it's football season, it's football season. When it's basketball season, it's basketball season. When it's spring sports, it's spring sports. So, once one is done, you just you just train them to move on to the next. That's kind of how we do it. Now, Bubba, when we were in school, you know we weren't laughing and cutting up on the bus on the way home when we lost. No, not laughing up, but you just you know you just kind of you you move on and just actually a lot of times you start talking about the next sport. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Well, we played everything. Yes, yes, and that's just. You know, I don't know. I, I know kids take it a lot. I mean, they take it hard, but they get over it a lot quicker than us coaches do. Definitely happens that way. Let's get kind of round back into football here. You know, we're talking Jayton. We're talking Borden County. There's a lot of schools that'll do a one-year, two-year run. Some schools will have a little success for three years on and off. But I mean, when you're talking staples and programs, y'all have an established program, and it, it comes – in an abundance and you guys seem to be in the right place at the right time and and talking to the state talking to other people out there i know you don't want to give it all away and and you probably you know shouldn't want to give it all away but if you could give advice to other programs or struggling places and stuff like that what's something that you could say hey you know like you see a coach out in a parking lot or something like hey buddy you know what's something that you could tell them to kind of get them moving towards building a program. I mean, is there any advice y'all have out there? I know a lot goes into it, but could you give advice? Like, let's say I was a young coach. What, what would you say to old Jimbo? One thing I think you, you've got to, I know this is kind of, this is kind of crazy, but we've been pretty fortunate. The places I've been, parents got to be willing to let your kids want to buy in sometimes. I, I don't want to make that sound bad, but if you, if you make sure that you work the parents and, and I'm not saying work them to an advantage or disadvantage, if you just show the respect to the parents and show that you love their kids, man, they'll give you full access to their kids. And once you have full access to their kids, I think that's when you start building those relationships, start building those long runs because of the respect that, that each the, the coach and the kid has for each other. And then as long, you know, also in the community, I think that's huge on our part is that our parents let us have full control of their kids and uh, which allows us to, you know, 
to be stern with them, to, to show them that tough love. I think that's a big key to our success here at Borden County for sure. Yeah, you know, our parents here, I, everything he said is correct. Like, that is it for us, too. You know, just – and we have it here just like they do it at Borden County. I mean, our parents help do so much stuff throughout the year, whether it's cooking – you know, making meals for football season or, or helping us with our golf tournaments and things like that in the summer. You know, having that parent buy-in is huge. And, you know, something else kind of off – what I think is a big deal, what we've experienced here, and, you know, I can speak to it when I was in elementary because I, it, it was always a big deal to me, is when you involve those guys, when you involve those younger guys, those junior high guys, it, you know, it's such a big deal. And that's something we really try to in, try to do. Uh, if you come to a football game, you know, you're going to see a lot of managers. And it's a lot of those junior high kids getting involved and, and, you know, just being a part and seeing things and creating excitement with those guys. It just creates an excitement for those younger kids coming up and what, where they want to work to the point where they're also doing what hopefully your high school is doing. You know, I know that was a big deal for me growing up and Jayton is seeing all those teams always win, whether it was basketball, girls basketball, boys basketball, football. You know, it just created this, like, you want to do that too. That's who you want to be. You know, and I can speak for this, for Bubba, you know, I remember playing football on the school lawn. Bubba was in high school and I was in elementary. You know, just having those other guys around is a big deal. Like, it does help create a culture. You know, it helps create things like that. So, I think that's a big deal involving the younger kids. And, you know, Bobby, and, we're sitting here talking to two of the best and two of the best schools here. And what we've both heard is uh, the community and that yeah. trust and that love between the children, the parents coaches you know going back and forth builds that building that strong bond i guess is what we're saying is uh is our building blocks and that foundation of these winning programs definitely yes, i think all three of us have experienced that and i would also add just when you when you ask you know what's something else you could tell a coach i think i think and i think ryan don't you don't you uh, aren't you in the pe classes ryan Yes, I'm in third and fourth grade. Yes, yeah, and that's kind of the same. Yeah, I, I think that's huge. Also, I I've been fortunate enough to to do all the PEs uh, everywhere I've been, and not not only you start teaching fundamentals there, you start teaching that expectation at a young age. By gosh, this is Borden County. We're not this school over here. This is how we're going to act. This, you know, and you start teaching that and pretty much brainwashing is what you're doing. <laughs> but you, <laughs> but you but you're trying to teach them what's difference, right and wrong. You try to teach them what it means to, you know, be a, a, a Borden County Cow or a Jake and Jaybird, whoever it is. But I think I think that you start talking about. I mean, we start talking. I'll break out the schedule. The the uh, I'll break out the schedule and show them what a non-district schedule is or what a district schedule is. I'll show them a playoff bracket. You know, I start teaching that stuff at that age just so they understand what that means throughout a school year. And uh, I think that's huge for administrators coaches to be good PE teachers not only teach the fundamentals but teach a little bit about what what the whole athletic program means I guess so you start with culture very early yes I do you've got your elementary kids you're, you're coaching them up you're talking to them you're you're putting I guess you're putting that seed in their heart letting them know hey this is what it takes to be a jaybird this is what it takes to be a coyote and, and they carry that and want to carry that load and then maybe someday be your future leaders, be the ones that you're relying on, and be, be the ones that are actually on field coaching and helping and, 
and being in the right place at the right time. I'm, I'm liking this. I mean, it's a, it's definitely good to hear, you know, from the inside of some really successful programs out there. And I'm sure certain people out there would love to hear this too. So Bubba, tell me what you and Ryan were doing last night. <laughs> i tell you what, I had a little piece of joy in my heart yesterday. It's probably the first time in 25, 30 years, probably 30. Well, I graduated high school 30 years ago. So Has it been that long? It's been 30 years ago, Bob, so we, we won't talk about how long you've been out. Hey, but, uh, hey. The very, very first sport that I ever learned and taught was baseball there at Jayton. At a young age, I got to come back yesterday. Cody and those Ryan, those guys are coaching their son's little league baseball team, and they called and asked to come help with some pitching. So I, I came out there and was able to get on that little league field with a bunch of fine young little men and and Ryan, those guys, and teach them a little baseball. And it, man, that that made me feel good because crap, I've been out of coaching for three months now. It felt good to get back to a little coaching. and and give back a little bit to a place where I started sports there in the park down in the county park there Jayden. yeah that's the same field too yeah mm -hmm. yeah we all played there a lot of nights where you can show up and this is this is true story d we get there it'd be midnight turn the lights on we're playing home run derby you know we're in high school out there the sheriff would show up and just park and watch and he got ready to leave said make sure you turn the lights out <laughs> <laughs> it was good times, good times. Uh, one thing else I want to talk about um, with Jayton and probably Borden County as well, is especially with basketball, are all, uh, the term of gym rats. I think there's a tradition of lots of kids living in the gym. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, it's, it's big, you know, from my house. You can look out the back door and you can you can see the gym lights. You can see whether they're on or not. And somehow the gym lights are always on. I mean, I'm sure you two did the same thing when you're in high school. The gym's locked up, but somehow the gym lights are on. I'll have to get out, drive around, see who's there. And, you know, somebody's there all the time. It, it's really, it, it really is. And you guys know how that little gym is. You know, that little gym's open 24 hours a day, seven well, days a week. We couldn't Except get for five in the days big, during Christmas. We couldn't get in the big gym, so we lived in the little gym, and we played baseball and golf and tennis and basketball and all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah, that was the janitors would say, "Turn the lights out, shut the door, we're going mm -hmm. home." And then Mr. Ritchie showed up about eleven o'clock. You knew we stayed a little too long. <laughs> <laughs> and the only time in the summer we would leave was to go swimming just for a little bit, but then we'd be right back in the gym or over at Bubba's house on the trampoline. <laughs> and I tell you, this is, you guys probably don't know this, but here's a big difference between Jayton and Borden County is Jayton is a community. I mean, you got a town, you got people there. You can walk to the gym. Borden County, everybody here lives 30 miles away. So, what we have to do is improvise. We still have our gym time where the guys come up and play. My, my son's the gym rat because he lives right here and some of his buddies, but like majority of our team, they don't live here. And sometimes to ask them to drive 30 miles is tough. So I get a lot of our basketball done, and especially in the school year. Younger kids, we play, we'll probably go five months out of the year. We play a football season. We'll play a basketball season. We'll play a baseball season. But it's, I'm keeping the, 
records. I'm keeping everything. And that's where I kind of get their gym ratness going is, is through PE. But since this COVID-19 has happened, our little park over here, outside park, man, that thing's packed every day. So that's good to see that, that they want to get out there and play a little basketball. Yeah, those days at the Jayton gym, oh, man, a lot of good memories. A lot of broken lights. <laughs> a lot of a lot of broken lights. Yeah, got to where we wouldn't even run off when they broke. We'd just sweep it up and go on. <laughs> yeah. So June eighth is coming up here pretty soon. Uh, the UIL has released the ability to gather and work out. Can y'all talk a little bit about what you have planned? Yeah, we're you know it's so restrictive right now that we're going to probably just focus on doing a ton of shooting. Uh, just shoot as much as we can uh, in the individual setting until hopefully in a couple weeks they, you know, maybe make things easier to do. But right now our intention is just to get as many shots up as we can uh, and really use this as a time because usually, you know, last year when we were able to do this, it was more of a practice. It, we were able to practice and stuff. and We probably don't shoot as much as we should. In practices, we're always focused on defense and stuff like that. So we're probably going to try to use this time as a time to really work on our shooting and get a ton of shots up uh, and just take advantage of what we do have instead of focusing on what we can't do as much. This is kind of uncharted territory for us. You know, normally we don't, we don't, let our, we don't do those summer workouts with our kids, and I know a lot of people think we're crazy and want to know how come. We do a lot of good things, but we ask our kids to do stuff from August 1st, and we're usually through the baseball all the way into June. We've always let our kids, and then we go straight into summer basketball. We've always used the month of June and play about 30 to 35 summer basketball games and then give them the month of July off going into two days. But this is kind of a different time, and our kids have been off a long time. We've talked to our kids. They kind of want to get back and do some stuff, and we're hoping that all of our that we're able to do all of our team camps in, in the month of July. So, you know, we're going to kind of take advantage of these first few weeks and, and do some skill stuff. Uh, we're actually going to come up and try to do a little bit of football for a short amount of time and then do some basketball, get in like Ryan said, shoot. There's just so many rules that we got to watch out for. You know, if you're indoors, you can't have more than 10 together. If you're outdoors, you can't have more than 15. If you separate your groups and the ball ever exchange groups, you got to stop and clean that ball. They're asking us to keep enrollment or just, you know, who's coming and who's coming and who's not. I think UL kind of wants to know how many people are showing up, how many people are getting sick or, or whatnot. So I think that's kind of important for the UL to get those numbers. But I think we're going to try to do a little bit. We're not going to do it every day. I think we're going to do it maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, get some of that uh, skill work in. And then a lot of the strength and conditioning, you know, we got to be in there now too. You, you got to be careful your spotters or certain rules of your spotters and things like that. There's just so much to be careful for. Like Ryan said, hopefully we're only going to do this for maybe a week, week and a half, maybe two weeks, and then maybe the next phase, phase three or four, whatever phase we're about to be on, we'll kind of take away some of those restrictions, and then maybe we'll be full-fledged and don't have to worry about all that stuff. It was announced that the coaches' clinic and all-star games have been canceled. I think they're going to have the coaches' clinic virtually. What do y'all do? Y'all have any thoughts on that? You know, in, in terms of the clinic, you know, TABC was cl uh, virtual this year, and I don't know, Bubba, if you watched any of those, but yeah, I really liked it. Like it, it was really, really good. 
so TABC being in a virtual setting did not bother me or it, I actually liked it maybe a little bit better, you know, outside of the, the, you know, being with your friends and other coaches and going, you know, that type of stuff, the social aspect of it. But just from a learning aspect of it, I, I really like the virtual stuff that TABC did this year. And I'm sure six man coaches association will be along the same line. So in terms of the coaching clinic, I, it doesn't bother me at all. It's uh, the, the T, like he said, the TABC is awesome. Plus, you could have paid a, like a $99 fee and you got that lifetime. So, if there's something you want to go back and watch so, or something like that, that, that was awesome. I don't know if the six man is going to be that way or not. I'm not sure how they're going to coordinate their virtual clinic. But just to, if you got the access to go back to keep watching something over and over and over, I think that helps with the ability to learn that kind of stuff. You know what? It's hot in Wichita Falls. So, this time I'm being in an air conditioning room instead of in, in a 105 Wichita Falls, so it's okay. <laughs> That's true. And I, I do hate it. I hate it for those kids that were selected to play and can't play. But, you know, we were just talking about all these rules just for basketball practice. I don't know how you handle a dorm room setting and, and bathrooms. Yeah, and I, I just don't know how that how you would handle all of that. Well, what kind of really put a stop to that was Midwestern. They're closed for the summer. Oh, yeah. there you go. And, yeah, there was uh, some yeah, because their campus is closed. There's no place to house the kids or facilities to use. So that kind of put that to an end. And and I'm sure money's an issue. I'm sure they'll save some, you know, if they had it and didn't get the attendance they needed, I'm sure they probably got a pretty big chunk of money taken out of that. So this might have been the best thing overall. And like I said, we're in different times. So if our baseball players, if our Major League Baseball players would jump on board, I think we'd be fine. I think it's the Cubs not wanting to play. We're just going to blame it on you, Bubba. That's okay. I'm a I'm half virus anyway. Guys, we we got to talking about this uh, COVID nineteen and and the 2020 year here, and are sharing a little bit on that. Have you had to uh, sit with that kid yet? You know the like we're talking about communities. We're talking about kids growing up in, in communities where it's a lifelong thing. It has to be amazingly heartbreaking it's it's got to be heavy on their hearts to be that 18 year old kid be it boy or girl it's given everything they've had to be a part of that program to be there and to love it the way they have and what have y'all have y'all had to do that counseling and kind of talk to them and pull them aside and say hey you know i mean i i don't know what i would say to somebody like that but i mean i'm sure y'all have had to because y'all share a little bit of that with us Coach and I got to have a little bit of closure with our kids. You know, we, we constantly kind of kept texting them and everything. And and uh, I know there was one day, you know, we delivered meals and, and stuff like that. And I drove a bus route. But there was one day after I got back from that, I went to each kid's house just to say hey and see how they're doing. That was all juniors and seniors. But the closure we got is we had all of our certificates that we needed. They're, you know, all state football or basketball or whatever it was. Coach Richie and I personally went to uh, each kid and handed those to each kid, and, and we got to see all of our seniors during that time. Just, just told them we loved them, and if they ever need anything, you know, reference, whatever, you know, we'd, we'd be there for them. And, and, yeah, we shed a tear even right there on the side of the road somewhere in Borden County. It, it was tough. It's tough seeing those kids that you've coached for, you know, six years. And then, of course, I've had them in elementary PE for a long time, so – it's always hard to see them go, but this definitely different, different times. And I know Ryan had a special group this year that he'll probably share with you. 
Yeah, you know, I think ours helped a little bit. We were actually in San Antonio. We were all eating on the Riverwalk when it, you know, when they canceled the state tournament right right after we had played. So we kind of had, you know, that that unique experience in itself. Now we were we were all spread out over the Riverwalk through different restaurants, but just being together when all of that stuff kind of went down in the first place gave everybody plenty of time to talk and, and you know, we were always, everybody was like, what do you think we'll get to golf? Do you think we'll get to tennis? You know, nobody ever asked, do you think we'll get to do track? You know, they were all like, <laughs> yay, we don't have to go to track me. But, you know, tennis tennis and golf were, a lot of them were, especially our seniors and, you know, had good, good chances at both those sports. But just us being together, we were together for the, that day and then the next day. I think that helped just them being with each other. And really, you know, since it was after that basketball game uh, and we had lost, you know, the disappointment, like you were talking about earlier, they just, you know, were able to use each other as that, you know, me and coach Stanley have, have talked to them and, and been texting and we see them throughout town all the time. So, so it, it hasn't been just a huge deal, but for our seniors, uh, we, we had a couple good golfers. We had some good tennis kids. It, it has been, it has been rough just them not getting their chance to compete and see what they can do. And, you know, guys, we, we, I don't know if you have listened to any of the pre previous shows or the prior shows. Uh, we, we put two out, but we've been trying to get coaches to help us out with getting some of the, the kids to go ahead and go out there, do a hundred, do a 200, do their hurdles, do whatever they have or whatever their event was and just post it up on Texas one, a fan. That's kind of a, a inside competition to the other kids out there in the state to see if a kid, you know, from Spur or a kid from Rural or somebody out there beat the kid from, you know, your school or that school. Uh, we sure could use some help getting some kids motivated to do that. I, I don't think we've gotten many videos like that as of yet. Well, and also, I don't know if you've heard about this, but we have challenged coaches to do <laughs> a relay and send us their time, and there would be a prize for the winner. So you do you do know I, I tore my calf muscle last football season, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can you can jog, Bubba. Get some of those younger guys to do it. I mean, I think uh Boo Boo had once said, get the cafeteria lady, but you know, as long as you're all from the same school, I think yeah, that's what you need to do, Ryan. Get Lenora. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna expect some videos from both of you. How about that? Yeah, I'll get right. Coach Shanley and do one. He'll go run a quarter. We'll I'll videotape it and send it to you. Please do. Hey, tell just, him he's he can get a prize. <laughs> Guys, right. and this time it doesn't all have to be said. You know, we've been talking about the Corona and everything, but I want to get. I have, a, I have a question for each one of you. All right, so okay. let's go. Let's go off into the matrix here. Let's say that you're down in the locker room. You're cleaning up. And you knock over like an old football or something. A little dust flies off. Genie pops up. Ah! You get past the initial surprise. And he's like, "All right, for the 2021 season, I'm gonna give you one wish. You can bring back any kid in the last five years to come back as a sophomore on your team. Whether it's football, whether it's basketball, whether it's golf, whether it's a she, you know, that plays softball or or basketball." Who is your kid that you're going to bring back as a sophomore for this magical wish for your program? This can be a has-been? Yeah, it's, it's someone who's played for you in the last five years at your program. 
I've you got get, mine. You get to pick one. <laughs> I've got mine. Go for it. All right, Trace Ritchie. Yeah, I picked that one too. <laughs> he, he, he was. People don't know this. He was a okay. He was a player of the year, all state football player. He was TABC all state basketball player. Played in state basketball game. Played in state football game. He was THSBCA all state baseball player. And we played in the state tournament. He played in seven all-star games. The the elite Texas High School Baseball Coaches Association at Dell Diamond. He played in that one. He was selected to the TABC All-Star Game, but didn't get to play in it because of baseball playoffs. And then, of course, the six-man football and then the Green Belt Bowl. I mean, that that kid. And he's playing three. He's played. He's played or playing three sports in college right now. Wow. He's starting safety for Wayland Baptist. He made the baseball team and played baseball this year, and he played JV basketball last year. Oh, so wow. That's, that's my guy. <laughs> that's a, that is one heck of a pick. Co- Coach Ryan, uh, you've got to bring one back. Who are you bringing? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can answer that one. Uh, it's, it's, man. it's all in fun. We're in a magical world here. We have a magical <laughs> genie out there. All we need mix is a magical answer. Can, can I take parts from them and, and mix nope, them together nope. you and got, create? you got to pick. Hey, kid, and it can be a boy, it can be a girl, but you got to pick one and bring them back. So, uh, he or she will be a sophomore, and they'll get back on your program. Oh, man, I guess uh, we, we've just had so many. The thing that makes it hard, probably just like the kids at Borden County, is and they're just all so good. They're all such good kids. And even the ones that maybe weren't the All-State kids in basketball or football, they were just, gosh, they made the practices so good and, and fun to be around. So while I'm beating around this question uh, <laughs> that you're asking, you know, it, I would probably, I'd probably bring back, gosh, I can't believe you asked me this. <laughs> if I could bring them all back, I would. If I had to pick one, uh, you know, I'd probably pick Ty Scoggin just, just for the, the part that he, you know, he's been with me since I got here. My first year here, he was a second grader, and I think he was a manager. So, you know, he's been a part of our basketball program for a very, very long time. And, and not having him as a part of our basketball program is is going to be, you know, hard to handle next year just for everything that he's done. You know, he was he was player of the year this year. Texas Six-Man Coaches Association. He maybe hit the biggest shot in Jayton basketball history. <laughs> yeah, he uh, did. At, at the state tournament last you know year. What? And, I remember him practicing that same exact shot. When he was in elementary, that's all he shot is that one shot, and it finally paid off. <laughs> yeah, so he's probably the one I'd bring back. I, I would love to have them all back if I could. So it went kind of quick there. So the, the name you put out there was Ty Scoggins? Yes. Okay, so we got Trace Rich and Ty Scoggins. That, uh, that's a pretty uh, pretty elite group right there in itself, uh, just speaking on these two programs. Well, guys – I sure do appreciate you being on here with us. Um, I enjoyed the conversation and um, hope to have you back on here at some point. We're going to keep doing this every two weeks. We can have you on as a championship. And of course, Bubba, you know, when you get to that magic 500, you know, we're going to have a, we're going to have to have a big party. Magic five. You know how many great ball players and coaches I've been a part of. I just drive the bus, Bob. <laughs> Hey, can I tell you the story about the maddest I've ever seen, Bubba? Yes. Okay, so we go to a team camp my senior year. 
three Jaden kids and Ira kids. And we're playing at Eastern New Mexico, and it is completely – I mean, I think we played our last game on Friday night at 1 in the morning, one thirty, something like that. We uh, turn around the next morning. What, do you remember this story? Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> we were supposed to turn around and play at 8 in the morning the next morning in the tournament. We all overslept. Nobody got up to go play the basketball game. We missed the game by like 45 minutes. We forfeited. And I think that was the game of the tournament, right? So we were just going home. Yeah. I've never seen him as mad as he was that day when he went to the dorms to wake us all up. <laughs> and then I think we rode home with him. I think the Jayton kids rode home with him, which made it even more awkward and uncomfortable. What'd you say, I, Bubba? I don't remember. I just remember I was fired up because you spent me all the time. I've been in that tournament or to that camp like five years in a row, so I kind of got to know all those people, and I didn't want – I was embarrassed a little bit, Bob. <laughs> I understand that. All those guys, pretty good guys to this day. Thanks, Ryan, for sharing that. Appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> well, there you go, Bobby. This is a little insight, and I think a lot of good advice came out of this show from two of the best, from two of the best programs. Because I don't want to sell it short. I mean, we are talking Jayton. We are talking Borden County. Uh, the place I'm from when we first started doing Six Man, when I started looking into this, those are two names along with some others that kept popping up. But huge staples in the six-man community, guys. Thank you all so much. It has been an honor uh, being able to ask you guys a couple questions. And, uh, you know, I hope we get to see you all again out there someday. And I uh, wish the best of luck to you in your programs. Thank you all. appreciate it. Hope to see, I'm sure we'll see you guys somewhere on a football field soon. Oh, yeah. We'll be on the sideline, hopefully in the fall. That's the plan. You guys Thanks. have a good night. Thanks. Thank you. Bobby, what an amazing opportunity to uh, to get some insight from from two of the best out there in the state. You know, I think if, if I was a young coach or if I was a young lad out there listening or aspiring to be a coach, I would definitely take some of that to heart because that's some really good advice that they were giving out there. That, that's free advice. You don't got to go to the clinic. You don't got to go read the book. It's just a little something out there. And, and you notice both of them talk community they talked about involving the parents they talked about involving you know the kids with it and i think that's just some key fundamentals there that that aren't really a secret but it's something for people to build on and to work with well and those are the hardest things to do so you have to really have a good work ethic and really believe in those things to get them done and it's it's a consistency that you have to do um, over and over and over with kids and parents in the community and really be involved or it just doesn't now, work. I, give me some inside information here. You know, you being the Texas 1A sports fan insider. Oh, also, you, you grew up in Jayton. Like I, I got to see Borden County uh, for the first time this year, the, the uh, football field. Mm -hmm. And that thing, and that's a shrine to six-man football. It, it is a beautiful field. It's a beautiful setting. It's it's laid in the, like almost a crest nestled in the side of a little mountain there. Um, if, if you were going to take a photo of six-man football with the lights on and its community and you could show the love, you know, they say, you you know, photos give you feelings, photos give you emotions. You could definitely feel that looking at that. I haven't been to Jayton. Uh, I mean, tell me about Jayton's field. What, what's that like out there? Well, Jayton is, Jayton's field is awesome, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> what did you expect me to say? I just, uh, I want I want the inside. Like, I haven't seen that field. That's one field I have not seen. Uh, I'd love to see it someday, visit it. Historically, 
It's set behind the uh, school. There's a practice field. And recently, we uh, they tore down the old concession stand that had been there since, shoot, I moved to Jayton in 1982. And they built a brand new concession stand with actual uh, dressing rooms in it because what would happen before they built that was you'd all the football players would have to run all the way across the practice field to the gym dressing room so they fixed that that's great of course they have a turf field they haven't always but um they do now we've always had a really good track so it's a really cool field and i know we'll Hopefully, with all this stuff, all, although fall is a little uncertain, they're going to have the Gridiron Classic, and it's nine football games in three days, and it's a big deal, and I believe it's the only one happening this year. Last year, Gorman and Garden City had one, but both of those towns have given them up. So, Jayton's Classic, Gridiron Classic will be the only one. There will be a lot of construction to work around this year. Uh, what are they constructing? Oh, are they flipping the stands? No, we're building a new gym. That's a daycare and a gym. It's going to take up half the practice field. Wow. Oh, boy. New tennis courts. So, lots of construction going on. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, it looks, I mean, it's nice now. It's a lot nicer with the new concession stand because there's covered places where people can sit out of the hot sun, and that's especially helpful during track and also in at the end of August. At the Man, I tell you what, those classics, you have got to be wound tight. I mean, if you've got the midday game or even if you've got like an evening game there, it on-field temperatures are something else. And uh, uh, you know, Yeah, I'm, I don't leave the, the field. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot, especially with those little black beads on that turf field. Um, yes. I've had the bottom of my shoes melt before. <laughs> Not bad, huh? <laughs> yeah, it is. Bob, can I talk? Sure. Uh, we just redid our football field. They have now added a new synthetic rubber, two different kinds, and it's 20 degrees cooler. Oh, wow. So. Hey, Ryan, well, can you, you need to hook them up at Jayton for the classic. <laughs> I think we're off in a year or two is what yeah, ours is, is going. That's what, that's what they'll get. I mean, that's the new thing now. And it's also a little more uh, concussion, closer to the protocol for concussion also. That's great. Well, as long well, as we're back up, I do have a question. If you guys, if you had the opportunity to play on turf, let's say it's a quarterfinal football game. Do you rather play on turf or do you rather play on grass? Uh, myself, turf. Really? We'll Did you like go back turf? I'm taking turf. Yeah, we'll play on turf one because that's what we already play on, and some teams don't have it. So you like to think there's a psychological advantage, but just late in the year, for example, my senior year in the state football game at Monahans, Texas, I thought I broke my hip diving for a pass on that cement hard, dirt, dead <laughs> football field. So yeah, yeah. turf. Okay, boo-boo, so to wrap it up tonight, uh, it's your turn this time to do a quote. What have you chosen? Surprise me. Well, I pulled out the handy-dandy book here, and there is a person named Joan Baez. I'm, I'm sure you as a literary person know who that might be. <laughs> but uh, found a little quote here that I did like. It says, you don't get to choose how you're going to die or when. You can only decide how you're going to live the moment.
That's great. I love that. that. That's a very good one, especially during these times of the pandemic. From all of us out here at the Texas 1A Fan, Bobby Brown, Blue Bear, and uh, special guest coaches tonight, Ryan Blacker and Coach Bubba Edwards, we'd like to thank everyone out there. Wishing you safe and well in these times. And always remember to go forth. And do good.